A very warm welcome to each and every one of you lovely lot and welcome to episode 138 of Near Perfect Pitch. Well, 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 lots to get to today. I can tell you right off the bat as I fade out the amazing Teenage Fan Club that uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Armstrong and Half-Handed Cloud, specifically Julian Pitt Armstrong and the Custard Cream and John Ringhofer Half-Handed Cloud and the Little Debbie Swiss Cake Roll. Yes, speaking to both those gentlemen towards the end of the programme, where I always have the interviews, and uh, on top of that, there are the usual features, and I'll run down them, shall I? There's our weekly peel this week, which is uh, which is wonderful material by Pale Saints, finally made available uh, officially uh, in the, the reissue of uh, Comforts of Madness that came out about four weeks ago. We've got the obligatory fall, ah, oh, as we always do. I can hear the grass grow, I'll tell you, is what we're going to be hearing this week. We haven't got a hat trick this week, we've actually got a brace in Instead, which is fine and on top of that we've got tune this cover me essential wax and uh, cover me twice even plus the two interviews and uh, a smattering a large smattering actually of new releases now it's time to kick off the program officially with some blur he's a 20th century boy with his hands on
Space Monkeys, they're back. Victims of that uh, horrible pledge debacle where countless artists got ripped off by having, uh, well, all their promises uh, dashed, whereby uh, the pledge didn't deliver on uh, physical product and getting uh, getting their product out there to the punters that bought it. So their third LP was released to everyone who ordered it digitally, and it's called Modern Actions. Again, Space Monkeys with We Are Together. Kick things off with Blur, of course, from their second LP, Modern Life is Rubbish. That is uh, the, the Primrose Hill version of uh, For Tomorrow. Coming up next, it's time for the first of uh, several special features. The Comforts of Madness was uh, re-released uh, just about three or four weeks ago. A 30th anniversary remaster as done by Ian Masters himself. Finally, finally available are a bunch of uh, demos and sessions and peel sessions, which I've had bootlegged for uh, goodness knows how long, all the way since the time of its uh, its uh, broadcast in 1989. So back to July the 23rd, 1989, here's Pale Saints with uh, the Peel Session version of Time Thief.
situations and convulsions I'm never in and I can't remember They built portals for Bono so he could gaze out across the bay And sing about mountains, maybe You are what you own in this land You can't be king and it all depends on the view and what you can see And around here, nobody tells me what to do
on Columbia Records, their second LP from 95. That's Whipping Boy off the LP Heartworm and a single, We Don't Need Anybody Else. What a great album that was, Heartworm. If you can uh, get your hands on it, please do. It's, it's quite readily available, being that it was on Columbia. You can pick it up for next to nothing on eBay. And uh, you can even buy it digitally on all the major repositories as well. But do get it. That is very indicative of their sound and uh, how the album sounds. And it is their best of their three LPs. Just so you know, We Don't Need Anybody Else by Whipping Boy. Again, right, so before that, Time Thief, Peel Session version from July 1989, that's Pale Saints, and you can snag that in all its beauty on the Comforts of Madness 30th Anniversary Remaster, which was released just a handful of weeks ago on 4AD Records. Epic 45, next, I'm getting too young for this.
Obligatory Fall, oh, nicely satiated. I can hear the grass grow. That's a single from 2005 and features on their 24th LP, Fall Heads Roll. That was preceded by something epic by Epic 45. I'm getting too young for this. And that's from 2004's Against the Pull of Autumn. Up next, what have we got? Yeah, we've got something brand new from their fifth full length, brand new stuff. The LP's called Stages. It's Brighton's electric soft parade they are very very good electric soft parade.co.uk here's a tune called the bargain
That's the latest single from Cambridge's The New Fools. That's John Candy talking, thenewfools.bandcamp.com, preceded by more new release material, electricsoftparade.co.uk. That's the Electric Soft Parade off uh, the brand new and fifth LP of theirs that is uh, just, just out a matter of days ago, entitled Stages, and that's a tune called The Bargain that we just heard. So in lieu of the usual hat-trick, which I usually uh, showcase on a weekly basis, we're going to have a brace this week instead, and it's a brace from a brilliant new burgeoning record label in Manchester making a lot of waves, not just with uh, the bands that they're signing, but with the quality of uh, the singles of late that's uh, a, a label to be reckoned with, and I want you to get your heads around this. We're going to hear two tracks, one from Yucatree and one from Narrow Margin. Knocking on a dirty
cycle of misery and pain And you haven't got a lot to say You're always so bothered about being in the way You completely lost the kid inside Sworn it all away in favor of childlike compromise them. Kids don't dance, kids don't dance, kids don't dance upon the street. The people don't cry, the people don't cry, the people don't cry and it gets to me. Don't let a conscience cloud your day. Cause you deserve at least a weekend spent away. Belters from Manchester's 42's Records, a new release brace. The first one was Preacher by Yucca Tree, and you just heard Kids Don't Dance by Narrow Margin. Go to 42srecords.tmstor.es to buy all of the stuff on the label, which you should do, incidentally. Ten songs into the programme now, about a third of the way through. Don't forget, end of the programme, interviews with Armstrong, specifically Julian Pitt and Half-Handed Cloud, speaking to John uh, Ringhofer. Two very interesting chaps with uh, some beautiful music to boot to surround uh, each of those two interviews. It'll be a lengthy show today. It should be about uh, three and a half hours. So uh, this might uh, be something that you might ingest in one, two, three or four bites. Up next, we're going to Liverpool. We're going to hear something by Trudy and the Romance. Here's a song entitled Doghouse. Thank you. 
stuff that's the latest stuff from pete astor pete astor and the holy road specifically she took the tv PeteAster.bandcamp.com. new release as i had mentioned preceded by another new release doghouse by trudy and the romance they're from liverpool and trudy my is how you can keep abreast of all things that pertain to them up next we're going to hear something from uh, popsters na na twee n-a-h-t-w double e dot bandcamp.com to follow them they've been on the program before they're lovely folk i'm going to play a song their brand new single called perfect game in just a couple of seconds but before i do i'll let you know what's coming up we're going to hear some new releases by night flowers by uh, space echo by snow goose and hertz fall we're also going to hear some tracks by echo and the bunny men uh, some tracks uh, a track rather by duster we've got our essential wax which is color box and a whole load more we'll have about 30 odd songs this week and two interviews which is the norm but usually we have one interview but this week you know two uber uber treat time next up as i mentioned it's na with perfect game Perfect game. 
Snowfall. That's Night Flowers. They're from London and that's their latest single, nightflowers.bandcamp.com to learn all that uh, is relevant to them. Before that, we heard Nah, N-A-H dot dot dot, Perfect Game, latest single from the top top uh, indie twee popsters, nartwee.bandcamp.com. Next up, another flipping special feature. Yes, Tune This is forthcoming. Eight minutes of the Jesus and Mary chain. Tune This is designed for you to uh, parade around the room with reckless abandon, get your badminton racket out, get in front of the mirror and look like a right prat, which is what I usually do. Or if you're in the car, you can sing with reckless abandon also and uh, not care about what those at the red light think about you and your shenanigans. The idea is just to lose it for a little bit and uh, lose it to a banger, as they say.
Pasaran, that is uh, The Heartbreaks, that's a single from uh, 2013 of their second LP, We May Yet Stand a Chance, and again, uh, No Pasaran by The Heartbreaks. Before that, we heard the Jesus and Mary chain for this week's Tune This, the extended version of uh, Sidewalking, released as a single in 1988. That was a good one, that was. Got my badminton racket out for that, and that's not a euphemism either. Time for some echo on the bunny men.
indeed that's uh, space echo that's this week's uh, cover me we'll have another one later we'll have cover me twice but that's uh, the first of two cover versions this week that's a beautiful version by space echo spc space eco space echo.bandcamp.com spc eco.bandcamp.com that's dean garcia ex of curve and his daughter rose Berlin. beautiful stuff and that was of course uh, across the universe and before that we heard the buddy man echo and the buddy man do it clean of 1979's debut crocodiles a thing of majesty that's what that is next up we're going to go to uh, rochester medway merchants theater royal of for last year's b-sides and other cuts i'm the one i just can't keep holding on so tell me i'm the one tell me i'm the one i give up now i give in i'm on the outside trying to get in i scream a shout whisper in your ear doesn't matter what i say you never seem to hear 
Duster. The song that we heard was Read to Hillsborough off last year's Capsule Losing Contact, a box set that compiles Duster's two full-length releases in addition to uh, a whole load of other stuff that uh, makes you rather a completist if you invest in this particular uh, release. Um, and uh, before we heard Duster, we heard Theatre Royal, I'm the One, they're from Rochester and they're rather, rather good. That's off last year's B-Sides and Other Cuts LP. Now it's time for... Uh, this week's essential wax as brought to you by everything indie over 40 go and visit them everything over 40.com follow them on social media they are a wonderful music community much like the near perfect pitch kind of posse puh, puh, puh. lots of uh, purse going on there uh, anyway here's uh, the first of two songs from this week's featured lp this week's essential wax as i say as brought to you by everything indie over 40 color box their self-titled debut full length not their debut release but their self-titled debut full-length LP from 1986 on 4AD Records. Here's Manic.
the decadent delights of Imperial Pompeii. Notify ground crews.
Man Alive. I used to play this record to death. Colorbox, Colorbox, self-titled debut full-length release on 4AD Records, produced by Martin Young, who went on to produce the likes of Modern English and lots of other 4AD talent, um, and uh, included the singles Punch, Say You, and The Moon Is Blue. The band uh, had an international hit in 87 with a song that you all know, Pump Up The Volume, in collaboration with A.R. Kane under uh, the guise of Mars, of course. And uh, lots of renditions of this album. And you can pick up the double LP, the limited CD, all kinds of versions. I can't even go through them all here because there are so many variants, but do get your hands on this record. It's a beautiful record and very uh, much of an anomaly, really, uh, in the 4AD stable. Really out and out electronic dance as opposed to the ethereal, wispy main uh, body of work that uh, 4AD have been chucking out since uh, since the early 80s. So there we have it. That's our Essential Wax this week, brought to you by Everything Indie Over 40. Next, something magnificent on the Glass Modern label, glassmodern.bandcamp.com. You have to visit them and buy all the material there. This is a brand new single by uh, the brilliant Snow Goose. It's called Hope. It's essentially Jim McCulloch on guitar and uh, Anna Sheard singing, and it is a thing of immense beauty. Listen to this. <laughs>
12 long years. That's Hertzfall. They're from Nottingham and you can follow them at hertzfall.bandcamp.com and that's H-U-R-T-S-F-A-L-L. And before that, we heard the beautiful, beautiful uh, release that is Hope from Snow Goose, brand new single on the immense Glass Modern record label, glassmodern.bandcamp.com. Now we're going to go to Germany from Nottingham and we're going to hear something off uh, last year's Thoughtsicles LP, Mind Mint, are the name of the band, mindmint.bandcamp.com. We're going to hear our second cover version of the show. Cover Me Twice this week is Chosen Time. Their stab at New Order's epic of uh, movement. And uh, again, here's Mint Mine from Hamburg, Germany, with a little bit of a New Order interpretation.
This could go on for long And maybe it was way back then Wearing my rose spectacles I lived in a different world Cause I was in San Jose But do you know the way back there When every day was summertime Don't say you haven't seen the signs I don't believe that this could be living forever Idealize and complicate my heart Don't tell me that it's gone for good Cause this is a crazy world When you can go out tonight Breaks a hat of socialize This one's got no appetite Cause this is a crazy world A large global space tonight Satellites could cross the path Of dusty lands and dim little lights This could go on for long And maybe it was way back then Wearing my rose spectacles I lived in a different world I don't believe that this could be living forever Idealize and complicate my heart Don't tell me that it's gone for good Cause this is a crazy world when you can't go out tonight Rick's a hat of socialize This one's got no appetite Cause this is a crazy world A lost global space tonight Satellites could cross the path Of dusty lands and dim lit lights
Well, how poptastic is that? That is Julian Pitt, and uh, under the guise operating name of Armstrong. And uh, the record that we're going to be talking about in, uh, in a couple of moments with Julian is Under Blue Skies. It is a thing of beauty. Every song is pop fantastic and you do need to uh, to get your hands on this record now i'll play one more song before i get into an interview with julian to talk more about this record and uh, the stuff he's been doing before uh, very 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 steeped in the industry is julian and uh, some of the stuff that is forthcoming amongst other tidbits and goodies here's september skies which way it goes of mine, wanderlust roamers on Euro lines. We've come so far, so far and so free. Clarity reasons so good for me. So say what you want. To travel is the greatest thing to broaden the mind. In harvest land, my window on the world it simply goes on and on. All this life is very soon So let's just sit around here in the square And take in splendid views It's going to take some time Under September skies
Ain't that gorgeous? That's Armstrong. That's Julian Pitt, and that's off the uh, the debut record by Armstrong. It is a thing of rare beauty. We're going to talk to him about it right now, and I'll be back after this for some more music and another interview with some tunes surrounding it, no less. Enjoy this. It is a lot of fun. Hello, Julian. Hello. It's Dara. How are you? Hi, Dara. How are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. You okay? Yeah, yeah, can't complain. It's Sunday, not doing an awful lot. Got a cup of tea, don't know about yourself. That sounds good, yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, where, where, so, so where are you? Where, where, where do you call home? I'm, um, I live in Newport, South Wales. Oh, you're in Newport, okay, fantastic. Yeah. Lovely stuff, just wanted to qualify that before we got cracking. So, okay. it's good to be chatting, it's good to be chatting. Yeah. And you, you must be, um, you must be rather happy with, with, with probably an unexpected, uh, Resonance of interest in a, a lot of recordings that have that have manifested itself as as, as this this wonderful record, which it yeah, is. Absolutely. Well, it's 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 one of the most unorthodox comings coming together of of, of, of tunes that I've come across, and perhaps absolutely. perhaps you could give us a little bit of a, a bit of context because the songs aren't uh, typically an album in terms of their genesis and their their their. their their writing and their creation they've, they've been yeah. pulled together from from a series of recordings over the course of a, a, a long period of time so could you just give us a little bit of a, a timeline well if we prefer to win the blue skies it was it was all it was all recorded in one kind of swoop if you like yeah um so it was um probably you know, produced by um, michael cole who knocked on my door one day and asked clems any, any sort of recording for a long time and he suggested that um I should get together with him um, and the songs I've got and he would sort of engineer and produce the, the records. So it's done on a Tampa home studio. So this is Mike Cole from 60 Foot Dolls, just to qualify yeah. who it was. So yeah. so, so, so Mike, Mike just literally out the blue said, oh yeah, uh, this 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 guy's got a track record. He must have known something about you to, to knock on your yeah. door. I did know him from uh, a while back before then where, where, when Armstrong was a, in the late 90s with a, a three-piece and a four-piece band and we had the opportunity to support on tour on two occasions and to give it honor, we're a very supportive band for you know bands around South Wales generally yes um, so I kind of knew Mike not, not really really well um, but, but you know well enough for him to perhaps think one day I might knock on Julian's door and um, he was up to he wants to record some songs so, so that he did I was still in an hour in a little bit at the time and didn't really think I wanted to I don't know why that was um, I think I just I think I maybe still you know after the, the band split up, etc., didn't really feel whether I was 100% sure I wanted to do anything again. Um, but a few months later, we bumped into each other in the high street. And so I, I think it was somewhere around where, where he lived. And we got chatting again. I said, okay, let's give it a go. And it took, it took it from there, really. I, I suppose we recorded a song a week, or half a song a week, for over a period of time. You know, we had a complete album. We didn't really have any intention it was going to be a, an album at all. We just it to be, you know, music, I suppose, and it's good for me as well, and for him to perhaps record some, record some tunes. Well, it's, it's a beautiful record, and, and I, I, I know that, um, you know, you, you try to record a song a week and, and try to have some kind of rhythm with it, but once you had this this finished piece of work, um, were you prepared just to sort of have it organically shared because I know that the catalyst really was when when it went on to MySpace and and that's when yeah. Wally, that's when Wally saw it that the beautiful music. Yeah, that's right. And and Wally yeah. gave it a little bit of a shot of adrenaline, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he 
<laughs> and then I, I think I, I think I felt, you know, perhaps I can find if you like sell the album, that it would be going perhaps via MySpace and I would have to direct people towards uh, you know, a site like eBay and perhaps buy the album that way. So I think, you know, we probably sold it sold about five copies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I, I, I started recording another record then or another set of songs on my by myself on a small twelve track studio and that became songs about the weather. Yes. And that's what he was asked if he you know, or wanted to release it as a, a proper CD album. I suppose under the blue then not, didn't fall on the wayside of sets, but it kind of just, you know, songs about the weather was the thing that was going to be released. And then, of course, there's Fragments and Curiosities as well. Yes, yeah. And so Fragments, is, I think, it was released. Well, I hadn't done a lot, really. Um, um, I, I stand with the family, and so uh, my, I sold my property with, with them and such. So I, I was still recording songs, but not doing anything, you know, fundamental as such. So what I did give Wally a lot of songs Records on four track and bits positive when you did one track from one of these guys which we didn't use on the 12 songs was my resistance. So Wally was very interested for that to do like a Warts and All compilation of Armstrong songs in Pregnancy Curiosities. It, it's, a, it's a lovely little uh, a conglomerate of tunes that it really is it's it's nicely yeah. nicely curated I really, I really really enjoy that one and my first introduction to you was uh, was way back when with uh, with the Dial M for Mirtha uh, compilation, wow, well, yeah, which yeah. which of course, unless you were really sort of in your back garden, you wouldn't really yeah. have had the first two seven inch singles. This would have been yeah, most yeah. people's introduction, and it was, and it was a great little comp. When and I, I really did, yeah. uh, I went through a phase where I really loved Big Leaves and um, yeah. and and yeah. and 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 Melis and and. and and they're all on the record. So are the Manic. So are, of course are the sixty foot dolls, and uh, even I think even Catatonian and, and the Stereophonics are on it as well. I think oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I seem yeah. to remember. So you, you were in good company, and, and, and I just I really I really loved what Fierce Panda were doing at the time, and uh, yeah. it was a great little comp. So did did you notice uh, some kind of uh, little bit of a spike because you, you got a good NME review as well, didn't you, for for yeah, unsigned was, bands that year? Yeah, it was you know it was amazing that lots of big bands started up on Fierce Panda compilations because they EP and things like that. Of course. The way it might have started that way, perhaps Supergrass did. Coldplay, so, if it, if it, the biggest one is probably Coldplay. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And um, the rest is history. Definitely, absolutely. And um, yeah, we did, we, um, I think from that, we, I, I remember it was one cold January morning and I had a phone call from the enemy and they took them, told me that we were in their top 10 best and fine bands in the country. That was amazing. Well, of course, at the time, that was a big deal. Now, if the enemy told you that, you couldn't care less. But now it's, <laughs> but but then it was a, it was, yeah, yeah you it, it was in the the enemy was in its last throes of relevance in about nineteen ninety eight, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, that was a big deal. Yeah, it was amazing. Tis. I was only playing Dingwall's then in London as part of the showcase. Um, oh, oh, you were part of the Dingwall showcase. That 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 was a part and parcel of being nominated, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's superb. That's superb. That must have been a bit of a bit of a rush for you. It was a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you pulled it off, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. That must make that that just you must must think back to those heady heady days and think, my goodness me, I played a I played a small part in that scene. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't think about too much. So I'm always uh, perhaps thinking too much about tomorrow. Too much. You know what I mean? To reflect on that. But yeah, I do. I, know, I do reflect on it. It's amazing to be a part of that. 
Well, it's, yeah. it's historical, it's contextual, and it's, it's, it's just nice to know that you were, uh, even for a fleeting moment, taking as, taken as seriously yeah. as, as you should have been, because yeah. we all know what the music scene was and is like. It's a nepotistic uh, barrel of, of, of nonsense at, at best, yeah. And, yeah. and the very fact that you did get some prominence, that some quality got some prominence is, well, yeah. that's all we can hope for, really, isn't it? Yeah. You're very lucky that the next single um, has an enemy That was as good as it gets, wasn't it? To get an enemy yeah. single review. That was yeah. guaranteed chart placement, really, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, because I've got some dreams of me, Yeah, it was. A, I was a cover-to-cover -cover merchant my my whole life until it, you know, turned dross, a, you know, a few years ago. But it yeah. uh, it was it was biblical, and uh, if you were part of it, then anyone who was into music would at least at least know your name. <laughs> Might not know your material, but it would at least at least know who you are. Um, now, 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 now your your writing. Do do you have do you have some kind of nailed down system, or are you just all over the place when it comes to your writing? Um, probably a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am. I'm all over the place in that I probably write too many songs and I can't cope with it sometimes. Um, you know, I, I the music to me is more is easier to do than lyric writing. Yes. But sometimes it's a backlog to write lyrics for. Music comes first. Oh, okay. So, that, so sometimes yeah. you've got you've got all the beds done and you've got you've got no you've got no no, no words. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I don't want music without words. And um, sometimes though, I might write something on the spot. So are you just are you four tracking stuff? Are you just putting stuff down on, on, on acoustic tracks, or, or you're humming into a microphone in your iPhone? What are you doing? I I, I probably just perhaps sit, just sit down on on a chair with a guitar and play something and write it. Right. Or um, sometimes if I've got something half finished, I might try and record a little bit of it. And sometimes you get a happy accident, or you know sometimes something will come off it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the happy accidents are the, are, are the are the funnest part, I would imagine. Pardon? The happy accidents are probably the funnest part. But yeah, it's great. Yeah, because it's like you're working alongside somebody else, and they and they kind of get in the bit and they the <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so based based upon your sound, which which is very hard to nail down, and, and I really hate to pigeonhole, um, but it's just one of those things when your friend says, you know, what do they sound like? You have to give it some kind of com comparison to to to, to yeah. be able to put it into into position, but um, I'm, I find it very hard to nail you down in terms of who who do you sound like. Um, okay. Who would who would who would you uh, who would you say that you would sound like? Say someone got you in an elevator for your elevator pitch. Okay, you're in, you're in Armstrong. Uh, what, what do you sound like, pal? I usually tell people uh, a bit like I take camera, maybe a bit Roddy Framey. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, that, that's some pretty laudable company, that is. It is, yeah. People I aspire to, I suppose. Um, particularly Roddy Frame's song right down in guitar playing. Yeah. Um, Johnny Myers is an absolute idol of mine. Oh, cracky. Uh, Thomas Smith. Yeah. Um, I love the Beatles. I love the Beatles. Brian Wilson. So you like your Rickenbackers as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's, that, that's sort of in keeping with... with 
you know, I say that it's almost like you could be on the kitchenware music label with 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 with, with Paddy and and, and that oh, lot. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, because I think that you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't be an alien an alien sound to that label. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. So, but I, I kind of also like stuff like I, I love Stevie Wonder and I love the Philadelphia sound music. Yeah. I like new wave music. You know, like I love I love magazines. I love magazines. Did you get the? Did you get to Colin Moulding's latest works? I haven't actually. No. I think you'd really enjoy that. Um, and uh, if you drop me a line, drop me a line later today, and I'll, and I'll send it over to you. You'll be blown away by it. It's fantastic. That'd be fab. That's brilliant. Okay. Yeah, and you know, I was actually particularly late seventies, you know, early eighties. I really, really like a lot. I like. I kind of like classical music as well. I like a bit of jazz. What what are you buying? Are you, are you actually are you still a record buyer? Are you, are you spending your own hard earned money on stuff nowadays? I I still be, I still buy records. Yes, um, I probably don't buy as much new stuff as I should. I'd I, I probably need to. I'm always kind of delving into the past. You know. What was the last thing that you bought, as an example? I've been buying lots of um, backlog of Stephen Duffy and Private Time albums. Oh, you've been catching up with Duffy. That's yeah, great. So you get all the. I kind of miss you all for the time around, and I got a brilliant pathway you know, of buying them all up, and they're all they're all fantastic. Well, just just crack on astronauts. That's and that that's that. That'll... I've got astronauts. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to that a few days ago, and and, and it's it's quite it's a magnificent record. But but Duffy's just so, so relevant. But in the whole scheme of things, a lot of people know who he is. After, of course, after Kiss yeah, Me, but yeah, yeah. but but no one bought any of his other records. I think he's a very very important songwriter. No, he's he's just one of those rare talents that, that should have sold a ton more records. But of course, yeah. uh, I could lump you into that as well. <laughs> just about just about everything I play on my podcast qualifies as this band deserves more more prominence and more accolades than they're getting. That's the whole point of the flipping program, really. Um, so you've, you've you've said that you're very very diverse in your tastes. You're you're still buying. You're still what about what about life in general? Uh, uh, are you are you a busy chap at home? Uh, how do you how do you divide your time up between your obligations at home and, and, and what you'd like to do musically? Yeah, I mean it's hard to juggle everything, isn't it? I've got a family, um, you know, and um, I've got I work, um, you know, busy at home and in work, uh, so it is very difficult to juggle it all together. I think with music, it follows me around anyway because it's almost like something I, I sort of have you know have to do. I do, yeah, kind of thing. So. suggest that to, 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 to live your life and to be uh, reasonably productive it would necessitate that you are organized otherwise um, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have well you wouldn't be as organized as, as I've uh, as I've been reading the, the bio that you kindly provided that you've got right. almost almost two two LPs 
not in the can, yeah. but you've got enough enough material for an, an XLP, which is tentatively called Happy Graffiti, and then, then another one yeah. which is tentatively called Woodstock and Angels, which is after that one. So, yeah. You, you, yeah. So you've obviously you've obviously been uh, very very productive and been been organised enough to find the time to do this. I guess so. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of map it all out. I, I know it's frustrating because I want to, I would rather I wish I could move quicker than I can. You know I, mean? I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a certain level of healthy impatience there. Yeah, yeah. So, so with patience, you, you know, it's both, it's some of the good things as well for songwriting in that you, know, you kind of think hard about things and you, you know, there's lots of songs that are constantly going through my mind all the time. Yeah. You know, how are we going to arrange them? How are we going to sound? You know, so, yeah. Well, you haven't got an off switch, have you? No, probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was going to ask you to help me and please, and, and and choose three songs off Under Blue Skies um, for me to play around this feature, which I'd be more than happy to do, but I wanted you to curate it as opposed to me. Okay. Well, can I ask you, Darren, what have you got a favourite on the album? Uh, yeah. I, I, I like Crazy World a lot. Yeah. A, a lot. And, and I like that it's at the beginning of the record as well. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I know it's, I know it sounds ob I know it sounds obvious because of you know lyrical thematic but it's I hate this expression too but it's a single yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what it is yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's crazy yeah. world and you've got two more you can choose okay well, um, okay um, September 30 seems to be one that's a good one yeah as is, as is Took a decade to, to, to birth. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wrote the chorus a week before me, Mike recorded it. And so even though I knew I was going to record it, Mike, I still hadn't had the chorus. It just sort of came. Brilliant, yeah, fan. otherwise it wouldn't have made the record, would it? No, that's it, yeah, yeah. So I was really pleased with that. I know it was a great tune there. To pick out the three, that's, that's what I kind of liked. Um, it's. it's... Go ahead, go ahead. Right. Well, I've, you've given me five, so I'll, I'll choose out of the five. And, and I tell you, you can't go wrong out of the twenty. I mean, there's, there's, you just can't go wrong. I just thought well, I'd get your personal touch. It's a lot better than mine, that's for sure. And I was gonna—I've got a couple more questions. One is, what is? It's just, I just love the—I love the sleeve, and um, yeah. um, uh, I, I'm just wondering what your influence was with the sleeve. I mean, it, it's a picture of, of, of a of a flower that I don't even know what it is because yeah. it's about as horticultural as this desk that I'm leaning on but but it, it, it just grabs me yeah I think what it's out with my um, yeah I think Wally just asked me about the sleeve and I, and I always say I said I, I would like the sleeve to be blue <laughs> and um, well you got your wish yeah. <laughs> you got that you yeah. got that bit <laughs> yeah yeah and then um, I, I, yeah I was static coming through then uh, and um, you know I, 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 it is. It looks lovely, and, and I, I just love. I just love even the even the diamonds and the aspect. It just it's just evocative yeah. to me of, of yeah. walking down Carnaby Street in in 1987, and I don't know why, but that's just what it yeah. does for me. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, I you know I think as a 
team, um, the beautiful music down the country mile released it, and you know, my songwriting, the songwriting, me myself. Um, I think as a team, it's been fantastic. Even the artwork, um, and just even the, the, the matching of the album, everything. I think the team's amazing. You know, I think we, we, it's good. I was only using with projects, but you know, really good projects in the, in the sense of the sleeve works and the music and everything. Oh yeah, I'm just so glad that you're you're able to have a physical a physical commodity because it makes all the difference. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's an it's a nice package, as they say. It really is. When the album did get released, the response, like you say, you know, the response about it has been amazing. I, I was really overwhelmed. One week it was like I couldn't keep, couldn't follow quick enough all the stuff that's coming in about it. You know? Well, it's all positive. It, 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 I mean, again, for you, ultra, uber, mega subjective, but... You, you, you know, you, you've penned twenty really beautiful songs here, and and they all, they all belong. And it, I listened to the record this morning um, again, and uh, it's 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 a it's a really nice listen. You lot listening out there, of course, you're going to buy it, or you lot listening, but it's a particularly good listen on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it really, really. Well, he chose the additional tracks. I left that to him, so he had to say about what the. the he probably had about twenty five. Well, next time, next time I have a coffee with him, I'm going to have to get him in a headlock and get all the extra tracks. Fantastic. I was going to ask you one last question, and it's completely unrelated to music, but I think you're the type of chap that'll that'll get it. Um, everyone I interview, regardless of who they are or how many records they've sold, I get asked yeah. I ask them the same question at the end of the, inter the interview. Um, hypothetically around my place after a successful gig and, and you've got a warm bevy in your hand and I come out of the pantry with the magic biscuit tin and I and I ask you Julian I say uh, what what biscuit would you have if you could choose any biscuit on God's green earth past present or even future what would you go for okay oh God. Um, well, I'm not a big biscuit either, but I would say probably custard cream <laughs> that's okay that, that's, that's, a, that's a strong that's reliable good. sturdy choice and you're in good company there. I mean, there's lots, lots of artists of a plump for the custard cream, so there is no shame in it, sir. So, the, so on that note, thank you so much for the chat. My pleasure. Thank and you very much, yourself. And, and apologise that I, I thought I'd messing around a lot. No, you weren't at all. No, no, it's all. It's just all about coordination. That's all. I mean, if you, you know, we have to coordinate when you can, and, and this is when you can. So no worries at all. I'll be in touch with regards to, to broadcast. In the meantime, look, look after yourself and talk soon. Yeah, you too. Have a good week. Cheers. Take care. Thanks, Darren. Speak to you soon, okay? Ciao, Julian. Bye. Bye, enjoy. Right, so you're going to go to music.com and buy this record, Armstrong, Under Blue Skies. You need it in your collection. You've heard two songs. There are plenty more. Spend the money and do yourself a favour. Thanks so much, Julian. That was a top chat. Now, over to some more bidnies. A couple more tracks before I get into an interview with Half-Handed Cloud, kicking it off with this particular ditty.
That's the lead track to 2018's Pop That Got Crunch. That's uh, the Persian Leaps, See Me Unaware, preceded by from 1992, from their uh, debut release on Hut Records, All In The Mind. Uh, that's the EP and the song, One Way To Go. That's a verve, of course, or the verve, depending on how litigious or wherever you live. It uh, has different implications, doesn't it? Now, over to the last bit of business for the programme. Interview number two, speaking to John Ringhofer from Half-Handed Cloud, specifically talking about uh, Gathered Out Of Thin Air, a second decade collection of non-LP tracks, which I'll be playing two songs from, starting with this, a song entitled Here We Go Transformation. Even though I'm harsh and cruel, I've got gentle molecules out in the stadium. By the way, I said I'm sorry, you could only tell that I was Canadian. Oh, change me, my genus centra. Here we go, transformation. That's half-handed cloud. Let's go over to me and John for a chat. And I'll be back with one more song by the brilliant half-handed cloud. And uh, you can get the material at half-handedcloud.bandcamp.com. Back in a few minutes. Actually, not a few. It's quite lengthy, this, actually. But uh, you'll enjoy it, nevertheless. You've been told. John, how are you doing? It's Dara from Near Perfect Pitch. Hi, Dara. Are you, uh, are you in Finland currently? I'm in Finland, yes. Yeah, what's happening in Finland? Well, very, uh, very vague question, I know. <laughs> I heard uh, some church bells. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, they had Father's Day uh, last Sunday. I don't know when they have it. Are you in Canada? I'm in Canada, but I'm English, and I have two different Father's Day dates, and I think I think Mother's Day is the same. I, 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 honestly, I get confused. I just, I just go by what my calendar tells me to do. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so yeah, they had Father's Day last week. So you, you're there by virtue of your wife's profession, is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, yes, and, and, and I'm in her office downtown because we don't have internet at home. Oh, my um, word. My word. So, so do, do you live in some far-flung place outside the city? No, not to, no, we just, uh, I mean, we just moved, uh, which is one reason we don't have internet at home, but the other is my wife doesn't like to have it at home. I, I mean, of, of course, everybody wastes too much time on the internet. Oh, crikey, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. the ultimate time thief, that's for sure. Well, if, you could, if you've got the... If you've got the, uh, the gumption to be able to do something like that, respect. I, I certainly haven't. I can't walk past anything electronic without jumping on it. It's just one of those things. But I'm not, yeah. here, to, I'm not here to talk about my, uh, my shortcomings when it comes to electronics. I'm here to talk about uh, the, the record, which, of course, is it's, it's a very, very unique record. 
it's a it's a it's a bloody long record. I'll give you that as well. Um, yeah. So so first of all, I mean this is a, a very obvious question, but the genesis of this record, the idea to put out you know a double LP gatefold, sixty remastered tunes, which really is a, you know a completist's dream, whereby you've got everything on here. Uh, what uh, what prompted you to say, hey, this sounds like a good idea? <laughs> well, um, I mean, for the first decade, um, we did something like this too for Half Handy Cloud. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was called uh, "Cut Me Down and Count My Rings." Yeah. And it had, Brilliant. It had a, yeah, it had everything else, um, and um, that that wasn't on the albums, and uh, so we decided. To, I mean, I as I make uh, EPs and things like that. Um, I have, I have this all in mind, like how things will fit together yes. for the next time there's a singles collection. But I mean, there's, there's a long, um, there's like a long tradition of, of singles collections sort of, I mean, sort of like the Beatles past masters or, um, Oh, agreed, Agreed. Absolutely. You, 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 you're carrying on, carrying on a time, you know, a time proven tradition. However, we're talking about sixty tunes here. It's, it's nothing to be yeah. sn nothing to be sneezed at. That's a lot of repertoire. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it would all fit on a, on a single CD. Yes. If we, want, if we wanted to do that, you know, and I, I think that's I think that's what I was thinking of initially. But then by the time two thousand nineteen came around, it was like, oh, nobody's really buying CDs. So the so Asthmatic Kitty was like, what do you think about maybe doing it on on uh, vinyl instead? Yeah, it's a, I haven't got the vinyl. I can only imagine looking at the uh, the package and the artwork. It, it it looks like a beautiful, a beautiful physical release. It really, really does. Um, and and how how involved were you in the process? I would imagine very very involved. Yeah. Well, I I have a I have a painting degree, so yeah. Uh, I just was doing. Yeah, I just did all the. Art and, uh, it's, it's it's beautiful. The reason I asked, I already knew, I already knew that. I just want to sort of lead you, lead you that way. I've got a, I've got a fine art degree myself, and and oh. I, I love I love I love your aesthetic. It's beautiful work that you do to complement the the audio. It's just it's gorgeous. So, did that take you an awful long time to to, to, to document all the all of the all of the aesthetic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I decided to use this. Um, in the last 10 years, I've sort of been using a, um, like a little backpack for performances Yes. Uh, that has these like characters on the back, sort of my, my, uh, it's for solo shows. So it's sort of like my backing band, although not, <laughs> uh, not, a, I mean, not totally like a pun, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, a little bit. And they're on, they're on there. And then, uh, and then I, I kind of, I use that image for the, uh, for the art, um, right? But, but um, uh, which I hadn't done yet. Um, but it, it seemed like a good thing to use. And also, I I um, incorporated like some books. Like I, I gave it a bookshelf. So because um, recently for this compilation, because um, these kind of things are, are like portable libraries where you have all the different uh, or like you know like a short story collection or something like that. You have all the different. Uh, spines of of the different records and stuff. I was, I was just sort of suggesting that, and some of the the uh, some of the art suggests like card catalog 
kind of. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's what I was digging at. The card. This this yeah. sort of ref, this ref, referencing kind of uh, look that you've got, which, which is uh, almost library esque. I love it. Mm. And, and that's. Yeah. And what, that, was, what was your focus in, in art? Did you, I, was, I, was, I was printmaking. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so doing a lot of doing a lot of uh, acid etching in Talio, you know. Yes. Do you still work on that? Tom? No, I need a studio, and, and I need you know a studio with proper ventilation and all that stuff, and and it, it's yeah. it's a very time-consuming process, as you well know. Hopefully, when when the kids have all naffed off and and I've got some time to myself, it might be something that. I could do in unison with listening to music, which is my which is my prime hobby, of course. Uh, it would be lovely to, to to revisit it, but I need I need a proper environment to do that, as you can probably imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember. It's sort of like you have a little room with the acid bath, and there's ventilation, and there's like that's, I loved I loved making uh, etchings, and and um, I mean I I didn't they didn't have a printmaking major. But I took as many. I took everything I could with printmaking at, at the the school that I went to. Oh, great! So you took all the silk screening courses and uh, and and all the, all the other variations, did you? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we didn't. I don't think we actually had a silk screening course, but I, I've I've done I've done some of that. Um, yeah. But, uh, did you did, did you have had, a lith, did you have a lith, a litho press there as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We had uh, we had uh, and of course just like linoleum block things and. And, um, Lovely stuff. Well, it's such a, it's such an easy departure laterally to painting, printmaking. I mean, it's 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 easy to go either way, backwards and forwards, and it's even even easier to to do uh, multimedia with with the, with with both with both formats as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's very interesting. Yeah. But but again, it's, it's it's obvious to me that you have not just obvious obvious musical talent. I mean, that's that's uh, that, that's a given. But uh, the creative's always been really really up there, and I know that you've always had a hand in it. And it uh, it looks particularly good with this with this latest latest gathered out of thin air release. It's beautiful. So all you lot listening out there, uh, get the LP because you get all the artwork in in its well, it's supposedly. Uh, primary format because that's how you want to showcase it the best is through the double LP, isn't it, John? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't have one either. I, oh, you don't have one either. That's a travesty. No, it's. I mean, it's come. You know, it takes a while for mail to get to Finland. And, uh, <laughs> it sounds like yeah. you live at the. It sounds like you live at the back of beyond. You can, no internet <laughs> takes ages, ages for post to get here. Where, where exactly are you? Just out of curiosity. Oh, we're in Helsinki. Oh, in Helsinki. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it is sort of sort of the corner of Europe, you know, just like the upper corner. Yeah. Uh, but um, but we, I you know, it may there may be I haven't seen they haven't come into the stores or anything yet. I know there's there's one place that's supposed to be getting some. Well, it was um, only released. It was only released yesterday. Let's be honest. So it, 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 can't, yeah. it can't be it can't be everywhere overnight. But uh, you lot look yeah. look look for it at your local emporiums, and if not, ask for it. Or if not, go online and order it. Well, and I'll provide you all the the, the URLs later at the end of the interview. So yeah. so this this initial idea we've talked about, and the remastering itself, um, that's a process uh, unto itself. How long did, yes. did did the process take? Oh, um, I so about a year ago, uh, I started getting more serious about it, and uh, I reached out to um, the same person who mastered um, the last album from, which was from 2014, Flying Scroll, Flight yeah. Control, and uh, and um, uh, John Dietrich from Deerhoof, 
and uh, he has uh, he took uh, a couple weeks on it, uh, and then um, um, and then he. You know, then we kind of went back and forth. I think that you know there were a couple of versions. I was like, oh, could you bump this up? But he did it pretty right away. He did a great job on it. And, you know, I, I just had a couple of ideas about something. But, but you, you had the confidence, obviously, to pass it off to someone who knows implicitly what they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> sometimes you can be over precious about these things and be really trepidous about handing it over to somebody to finesse for you. Yeah, I mean, I also I. You know, I set it up in a way too to try to make it as easy as possible for them. And you know, I I, I plotted out all the transitions uh, in uh, uh, logic um, computer okay. program gotcha. and, and just and just showed them exactly where things should bump into each other and gave them times. I made a chart, you know, and just you just sound really you sound really pedantic, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard, so I wanted to make it as easy as I could. <laughs> that's really, that's really alien retentive. I love that. that. That's leaving nothing, nothing to chance. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask you also, um, Asthmatic Kitty. Yeah. Great label, of yeah. course. How, how did you end up on on, on the label initially? How, how, what was it? An easy thing? Was it just a, a chance meeting? How how did it happen? Well, let's see. Um, back in. 2000, um, I uh, saw, let's see, there was a website that featured a song from the first Half Hand and Cloud album, which came out the year before, and this other guy named um, named Sufjan Stevens. Yes. And uh, and so we were both on this one website run by our friend Jay Agnish, and uh, Jay, and I didn't, I'd never heard of uh, Sufjan at that time, and um and and then about a year, uh, about three or four months later, Jay put out a compilation called 8.21, um, and he um, he featured some songs from some other bands I knew, but uh, like Soul Junk or um, maybe that was the main one, but and, but also Sufjan and those Sufjan songs were great. And, yeah. Uh, and so I I contacted him and um, um, and then. He was like, let's trade albums. So we traded, and we were um, pen pals from about the fall of 2000. Um, and uh, and then uh, he, I think he liked uh, he liked learning about your scale, and uh, was in talks. I was also in talks with um, this uh, the guy from the band Danielson, right? Who who also had a label at the time. Uh, he still has a label called Sounds Familiar. And uh, and so um, sounds familiar. Had had good distribution and and uh, asthmatic kitty, which was uh, Sufjan and his step ex stepfather Lowell. Uh, they had um, uh, they had asthmatic kitty and they had a way to put it out and and so uh, they just uh, decided to do a joint release and and uh, and sign me and it was uh, it was not a. It was not hard. I think they, they, you know, we were in talks a lot, but then they, they saw me play in New York City uh, in March of 2001, and uh, and then um, and then soon after that, they they thought, well, let's go ahead and do this. So right, so um, it was a very nice organic process that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was, and I think 
um, yeah, I, I think asthmatic. I, I felt like I'd heard of asthmatic kitty before, but apparently the only other thing that had ever come out was the first Sufjan album before that. So it was it was just in the early days, and um, um, yeah, it worked out great. Fantastic. And, and, and I've got another another question that that uh, uh, collaboration wise. Loved, loved the uh, the collaboration with Ariel, and just wondering if there's going to be on the horizon any 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 forthcoming collaboration work that you are, are perhaps pondering or even working on. Well, there there is a um, there there is something with um, some printmakers in London uh, named uh, Hinningham Family Press. Right, um, and they had something to do with. Um, the Dove EP, which is collected on, gathered out of thin air, yeah. um, but they, they have this this another thing where they put a um, they, they they they're publishers, but they're also printmakers, and they they do events, and they they had uh, a book that I think David, the husband of of the husband and wife team, uh, he wrote this epic length poem about World War One, um, and. Uh, as he commissioned me to put it to music. Oh, uh, okay. Parts of it, at least. Yeah. So that's been that's been done a couple of years, where I I just made all these demos, and uh, I think there are the musical parts are I think there's like sort of forty something sections, forty six sections of of music, uh, and um, and they're for vo- four voices and. Occasional pocket instruments, like something a, a soldier would carry yeah. in, in her, his pocket, uh, and um, so that's going to be. I don't. I don't know if that's going to be a recording, but it's going to be a, like a live show. That's very cool. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully I, you can we can get some board recordings of the show and, and chuck them yeah. out. That'll be great. And I think yeah, I think they're going to try to tour it in England, uh, um, and they have these different sort of prop. Um, Ideas and um, I think they're just they're sort of waiting for grant money and uh, this kind of thing uh, to, to stage it in the proper way and that's and, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the other thing um, is well, I don't know if it's musical exactly, but I, I've been doing uh, sound effects for um, this podcast called um, the Orbiting Human Circus of the Air. It's like. Um, it's uh, like a radio drama, like uh, from WNYC right. in New York, and um, the um, the guy who uh, runs it, uh, writes all the stories and everything, is from a band called The Music Tapes. Um, but he's, he also was in Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh crikey! We'll say no more. So, uh, but it's 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 really interesting. There's the first season that's that's. Incredible, and and the, the new season just started up. There's just one episode. I've just been doing. Um, he's had me doing a lot, mostly a lot of footsteps. That's brilliant. Um, could, could you could I be so bold as to ask you to send me a link to that, and I'll share it with everybody. Sure. I just, don't know if I have your email address, but I can. Yes. Yeah, we've been going. We've been going back and forth. If not, I'll send you a reminder. I'll send you a okay. reminder. Email. But that, that's very very interesting. That that's more. In fact, it's more than interesting. That sounds wonderful. That sounds yeah. wonderful. So, so, so to, to say that you are collaborating is an understatement. That that was a that was a question I didn't expect uh, so much from. Um, I just thought, oh yeah, I've got a couple of seven inches in the, in the works. But this sounds like a like a, a fairly major major piece of work. 
Yeah, I'm excited for those things. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm also just working on another album uh, when I have time with Look, the children. It's a, little, it's a little harder. When are you not working on an album, though? Let's be honest. <laughs> all, all, all the time. Exactly. So I mean, that's that's just, that's that's just one of those that's just one of those givens. Now I understand that um, if you if you if you snag the order from Asthmatic Kitty, you get a limited set of four bookmarks, which of course, as I mentioned, not having the LP, I don't have. Um, are, are the are the four bookmarks uh, uh, fr from your hand? Is it uh, all all your work? Yes, yes, they're they're more or less taken from uh, the artwork is taken from the um, the record sleeve itself. Okay. Uh, but but there are some some variations, uh, and they're they're also sort of um, there's a lot of uh, book imagery in the bookmarks, like different uh, parts of bindings and uh, and sort of fabric covers and um, uh, this sort of thing, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So and anyone who's uh, looking looking to snag physical copy, there's incentive enough to get on it really quickly before they all disappear, which they could conceivably have done already, depending on uh, depending on how much action there's been. But let's, let's, let's just hope they have sold out, shall we? That's, that's, that's probably probably the best scenario. I was going to ask you, uh, being being terribly lazy, um, could you choose two songs that you'd like me to play off uh, "Gathered Out of Thin Air" around the interview? What 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 two would you like me to play? Uh, let's see. Um, well, there was a kind of a single. I don't know if that would be the way to go. It would be sure. This, uh, the one that's called. Um, let me see. I'm looking on iTunes here. Uh, yeah, he's scrolling 60 songs. Yeah, sorry. It's called uh, Here We Go Transformation. Yeah, that's track number nine. Yeah. Yes. So that's okay uh, as as maybe a start. And uh, the second to the last song is like a, oh. like a Christmas, Christmas yeah. song. Perfect. Uh, um, but it's also about like Y2K. A little bit. It's a great song. It's uh, you've got a you've got a real talent for that sort of tongue-in-cheek comedy there as well. It's a great it's a great song. So we got we got those two brilliant. And and, and I, I I end every interview regardless of who I'm talking to with, 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 with this very same question. And it's it's hypothetical and it's silly and it's got nothing to do with music at all. But it's um, you're uh, conceivably round round my house after a successful gig and. You've got a warm beverage in your hand, and I come out of the pantry with the magic biscuit tin, cookie jar, whatever you want to call it. And I ask you, I said, John, what uh, what biscuit would you uh, would you choose, past, present, or even future? What what would you go for? Ah, okay. Um, I don't know if this counts, but uh, I used to live across the street from the Little Debbie factory. Okay. Do they have, this, do they have those in Canada? Uh, no, but I'm well aware. I've been to the states enough. So that I know okay. what a little, little Debbie is, yeah. Uh, and they have these uh, things called Swiss cake rolls. Okay, no, they do. They do count. They do count because a lot of people have tried to sort of, uh, well, push the envelope really with what constitutes a biscuit or a cookie. So I've, I, I, I'm willing to go anything that's sort of dessert snack kind of category. Yeah. So that's the Swiss cake cookie, right? Swiss cake roll, and it. it uh, I I prefer it frozen. <laughs> that's typical of you, I would expect. <laughs> that's wonderful. So the little Debbie Swiss cake roll is is your uh, cookie of choice. Now I've got this very intricate um, 
uh, infographic that I've been putting together for years that, that puts oh. artists adjacent to their biscuit slash cookie of choice. So I'll send you that in, in, in the next little while. Yeah. But in the meantime, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And thank you for finding the time with your immensely busy schedule out there. And uh, really happy for you that the, the, the records are day old out there on, on, on the shelves and on the website. So you lot out there. Let's listen to these two songs and uh, let's hope that it's enough for you to go out and part with some hard-earned cash and buy this record because it's a beauty. 60 songs in all, gathered out of thin air. And uh, it's been a pleasure, sir, talking to you. It really, really has, John. Thanks, sir. And uh, let's, let's keep in touch and let's talk, let's, let's talk after the next one. Okay, sounds good. All the very best. Take care of yourself. All right, thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye. Many thanks, John, for that bit of chit-chat. Hope you lot enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. Let's hear one more song, shall we, from the LP, Gathered Out of Thin Air, a second decade collection of non-LP tracks, etc., etc. Nativity costume, 2000 New Year's Eve. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Together in the parking lot we taste snowflakes The bread makers are probably controlling the weather The shelves deserted and the checkout lines are longer than All the tinsel tying up the trees You let me down now You let me down, 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 down Christmas Day Nativity costume, 2000 New Year's Eve. That's Half-Handed Cloud, and that's the last song I'm playing for you this week. I think I played 32 songs in all. And frankly, I'm a bit knackered. That, that took, took it out of me, I think, seeing as I've listened to everyone all the way through. 
and uh, I'm appreciative of uh, being lucky enough to play these tunes for you. Do me a favour and uh, spread the word. Anyone who you think might benefit from some decent tunes, send them my way because Near Perfect Pitch is available on every platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, anything you can think of really. And even stuff I don't want to be on, the programme is on. So do do that for me. I'd be very grateful. I'll be back next week with episode 139 with another interview and 30-odd tracks. In the meanwhile, stay safe, look after, ta-ra.